the Mess It Up Podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's the Bowtie Guy. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Mess It Up Podcast. I am your host, the Bowtie Guy, and we are here once again doing a show. Uh, we're back in California, sadly, uh, but also a good thing, you know, back where we where we live and, and work. We're headed back into the prison soon, so Yippee. that's a very exciting thing. We just had CR Summit, which we'll talk more about uh, in today's show, but I want to just say thank you for listening. Uh, sincerely, thank you so much for being here and listening to us. This is uh, show number 225. We're a quarter of the way to a thousand shows. That's that's pretty remarkable. You know, that's 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 pretty good. Um, and at 52 shows a year, you know, uh, I don't know if a lot of people thought this show would have that kind of staying power. So the reason it does is because when I go and post the next show, I see how many people listened to last time's show. And I'm like, well, I guess I got to do it because people are listening. People are, are giving. We are 100% listener supported. If you want to give, um, there's two ways to do it. One is through our Patreon uh, platform and for as little as a dollar a month you can join our patreon platform by going to mess it up podcast.com click on the become a patron button and it'll take you to our patreon site you can also do the text to give which is uh very easy you just text the word mum m-u-m to 760 walls ca which is uh, you know if you look at the little letters on your phone w-a-l-l-s-c-a I had someone ask me, what's the actual number? What do you mean, Wall CA? If you go on the uh, computer, you can type in, you know, phone numbers or whatever, and, and it'll tell you what that is. Off the top of my head, I honestly don't remember don't what my, my text number is. Um, so that's what we've got. And um, we really appreciate all of you who are givers. And I can't get around this. I have to cough. <coughs> Sorry about that. Um, but uh, we are listener-supported. And you might ask, where does that money go? Well, it goes to help keep the podcast on the air to pay for stuff like hosting and website and those type of things, but also helps to support our missionaries like Bev and myself. You might have heard Bev there. Welcome, Bev. Thank you. Uh, to go into the prisons in California. And we are so very excited. When you hear this show, well, when the show comes out, um, we are less than a week away from getting back in to our prison ministry and starting our prison fellowship academy again at the prison in California City. We'll also be starting to me soon, and um, we are working with the Celebrate in Recovery Inside groups at the prison there. So we'll be spending four days a week out at the local prison uh, helping inmates and their families, and your money helps to make it so that we can do that kind of stuff. It pays for gas, and we also want to start doing some stuff reaching out to inmates' families and doing stuff with re-entry. So um, it's good work that's being done. So thanks to all of our generous um, givers who who make this ministry thrive and survive. Um, so if you want to get involved, you heard how to do it. That's, that's a great way. If you're not interested in giving, but you want to help out the ministry, we covet your prayers and your shares. Um, we are on social media. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram and um, uh, Reddit and Facebook, and that's a great way to let people know that we're out here, just by liking the show and sending it along, reposting, telling people to listen, um, put the link in for the show, and just say, hey, check this out. 
And we really appreciate people who do that for us. So thank you to those people. One of my favorite parts of the show has always been the big word of the week, the big wow. And the big wow this week is the word meticulous. Bev, what do you, what do you got? Yeah, thank you. That was nice. Uh, what do you got on meticulous? What do, you, what do you think of when you hear meticulous? Um, uh, really, what's the word? Not, not picky, but really um, locked into everything being neat and in order and tidy. Yeah, detail, um, careful mm-hmm. stuff, you know, mm-hmm. very precise. So um, we're hoping that we will be meticulous with our words and meticulous in how we um, use the funds that are given to us by our donors. So uh, there's meticulous. You give yourself 10 bonus points every time you use it in a sentence this week and the world will be a better place or a smarter place or at least a more meticulous place. That's right. Because of your careful use of words. So uh, thank you for that. If, you, if you've if you got words of the week, I'm out. Um, I'm out of words of the week. Um, I've got, as I'm looking at my, my upcoming schedule, I've got one more song of the week. And then I've got uh, uh, two, three more uh, possible show topics. Uh, no, four, four more show topics coming up. But no more words of the week. I've got to do some research. So please send me your words of the week. You can text them to me is the best way to do it. And it's 760-608-1942. Or give me a call and, and talk to me about words of the week. If you want to email me some, it's guy at Mess It Up Podcast. So those are all of the various options for getting a hold of me and getting me some more words of the week, which I desperately, desperately need. So um, enough waffle up front. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and dive into the show, shall we, Bev? We should. I, I want to tell you before we start... <laughs> more waffle, um, that, um, I like waffles. Yeah. <laughs> I like turtles. Uh, that, um, <laughs> somebody said something really interesting to me right before we started the show. And I, I just want to get it down for the record. Uh, Bev, can you tell the people what you said to me today before we started the show about what my job was going to be? To, um, carry the, the, uh, talking part of the podcast because I didn't think that I could. I was going to have to talk more. Talk more. Yeah. yeah. So people, mm-hmm. it's not me. I'm trying really hard to be a generous host. Uh, the number one comment that I've gotten over the life of the show is uh, about me talking and perhaps maybe talking more than the guests do sometimes. So, um, and it's all said in a very loving, kind way to make the show better. But I just, I just wanted people to know that Bev actually asked me today I to did. talk more, that which does true. not happen in my life very often. So I'm just super. And you know what? Excited because about I know you want to do what your wife wants. Trying to be obedient. Then I would say I'm giving you permission to talk as much as you want. I appreciate that. But so I always much. come into this thinking that I have nothing to say, and then something starts happening. And my mind gets open before I know it. I get on a roll too. So I'm this only is hoping true. that will happen. Bev always looks at me when I give the suggestion for a topic. She's like, ah, boy, I don't know if that's going to be something we can talk about. Um, but all right, let's just try it. And um, it always works. And I think the reason for that, Bev, is it's just a conversation. And you mm-hmm. and I love to talk we and, do. and have a conversation. And um, I love it when you're on the show because I get to have a an uninterrupted conversation with you and it's not like we can't but when I'm driving down the road I just don't think to talk to you the same way I talk when we're doing a show so thank you so much for being my uh my co it's my pleasure well hopefully it's your pleasure as well listeners um so 
without any more waffle, I guess. There you go. Now we will dive into the show. So I still love waffles. <laughs> so we went uh, this week. We spent some time doing right when we came back from from uh, Hawaii. Uh, got home from Hawaii about uh, midnight, midnight thirty, I think, and then uh, had to get up. At and be at CR Summit at 6.30 in the morning because it was streaming live from Texas. 6.30 in the morning California time is 3.30 in the morning Hawaii time, which we were definitely on. And we couldn't just be there at 6.30. We had to be there before it. So it was a, a, a rough week getting back into California time and waking up. But it was so good to uh, participate in Summit, even though it was just the online streaming version, to hear the speakers and uh, people who talked and the messages that they brought was just awesome. And to get to spend a little bit of time with uh, some of our leadership team was also a great thing. Bev, did anything stick out to you for, for Summit this year? Yes, but I'm not sure that I can really put my finger on it other than to say, I hope that people understand this. There was there's always a sense of excitement and electricity and camaraderie and just an up feeling when you go to Sierra Summit. And especially when we show up in person, which we couldn't do this year. Hopefully we can do next year. Next year it's in person in California. Yes. I mean, like when we get there, you know, you walk through the whole uh, line of uh, state reps and they they give you high fives. Line of and, fives, yeah. Yeah, and, and we're so glad you're here and thanks for showing up and we are CR and all that. This year, I didn't get that feeling from what was happening in the summit. What I got the feeling as was the feeling that I had was that everyone there, and I'm sure that it wasn't everyone, but everyone that I had a chance to actually see from the TV was going deeper. They were going deeper. There was, um, even from the platform in the front with the singers and the speakers, there were moments when people broke down. I saw people kneeling and bowing down on the stage and just not for a minute. I mean, down for 10 minutes just, and then standing up weeping and there was just joy and commitment on the faces of people and I just felt like that there was something I think the Holy Spirit was really moving there and I felt that all the way across the miles and through the TV yeah and you know, for me I have been um, it's been a difficult time in Celebrate Recovery since the lifting of the lockdown we've had a very difficult restart at our local Celebrate mm. Recovery. And I've heard other Celebrate mm. Recoveries who have uh, echoed this, but I mean, our numbers are down dramatically. And I know that ministry is not about numbers, but it's discouraging when mm. you have more people on the band playing music than you have in the crowd mm -hmm. singing. And it's, it's difficult when you have a rousing worship song and people aren't singing. You know, sometimes the people who are in our our group are not ready to participate in worship. And so they are just watching us essentially perform the worship song. And, and so my, my energy, my enthusiasm, my, maybe even my confidence are down um, with 
my ministry right now because I just feel like I'm not reaching people and, and I need to be doing something different to get people in there because I, I believe in the message and I believe that Celebrate Recovery is for everybody. And we did our CR Sunday again and again, you know, virtually nobody from the church came after, you know, to come on Friday. They they see it, they say, great message, that's great, man, you guys are doing awesome. And, and they stay home on Friday night because um, whatever the reason is. And that's discouraging uh, to be year after year. But before COVID, we were, you know, getting, you know, double digits every night mm-hmm. and, and sometimes as many as 20 people coming in. And this year, you know, now it's it's single digits oftentimes. And, um, and that's just, it's discouraging to us as leaders and, well, to me as a leader, it's discouraging. Me too. And so... Going into CR Summit this year, I was like, you know, really questioning, why am I doing this? And and this year happened to be the year of the comeback was yes. their theme. They always have a theme. And this year is the year of the comeback. And I needed the encouragement. And I don't know why it keeps clicking. Uh, we keep on hearing a click from over on the, <laughs> over by our, our, our mixer. Um, so seems like things are still going, but... Um, I needed the encouragement. I needed the uplifting. And they were running Summit a little bit differently this year. Typically, they would start with like three, you know, four worship songs and then some speakers. And then uh, this year, the worship was, you know, like two worship songs. And they'd have a little speaker. Then they'd come out and do another. So the worship was mixed in between mm-hmm. with it. And I think that helped. I like the worship. Now, um, I did notice this year we had fewer people at our summit, our streaming summit. Mm-hmm. We had a lady there last year who was like, I know we're in a small room and there's only like six of us here, but I'm standing up and singing for worship. And that really encouraged me to stand up and sing. And And I sat in my own timidness this year and I, I sat there and didn't sing sometimes. Sometimes I sang a little bit, but I wasn't as... I got caught up in my own uh, pride, I guess, mm-hmm. of, of not wanting to do it. And and the funny thing is, is that the people who are on our worship team are the people who are in the room. So they've heard me sing. They've heard me sing when it's just us. I don't know why I didn't do it, but I, I didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think my my thing that stands out for me this year in Summit is just that how much I needed to be back and how much it, I would have loved to have been there and gotten a taste of the fire hose, like, you know, Mac always says, like drinking from the fire hose. And when you're online doing it, there's a lot of breaks and, and it's not as, there's not the commotion. There's not the the busyness. There's not walking through the resource center um, between sessions. So um, I'm anxious for next year uh, to get this yeah. done. I say ditto to everything you just expressed just now. Um, But the thought did occur to me uh, as we were winding down on the last day, the last session, the thought occurred to me that my sponsor just sponsored me. There was nobody else. Um, Our CR, our initial CR group was not very large. And um, she spent so much time with just me, which tells me that I was important to her and I really mattered. And all I could think of was that every single person that walks in our door matters Mm -hmm. just to that one. Uh, And then I also had to change my, had to correct my prayers because I often do pray, Lord, 
help this ministry to grow, help my ministry to grow. And I stopped right there and thought, how many times do I use the word my ministry? Mm -hmm. It's not my ministry. It's God's ministry. So knowing that, um, God will be responsible enough to it it he will carry through on his promises he will grow the ministry uh with or without us or you know whatever he's going to do but whatever he's going to do he's going to do and i'm not going to be able to change that now sometimes i tie my feelings of worth to the number in, in the crowd Mm-hmm. And I shouldn't do that. It's easy I should to do. Do. It's really not not important, you know, yeah. that I do that. But I, I get what you're saying, Paul. Yeah. And this is not meant to shame anybody. No. We're we're not. We're no. just expressing what we feel. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. So. Yeah, yeah. No, no shame. If uh, shame is a, a tool of the devil, um, so I will tell you that. Um, well, I'll hold that thought for later. Okay. I'll hold this thought. All right. For later. Well, as you're holding that thought, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump us into our. Uh, song of the week and uh, I, I think it's an appropriate song this is a song that's been sitting here for uh, several weeks before I knew this was going to be my topic but as God does so often he gave us one that uh, ties in really nicely this is Dante Bow with Voice of God we're going to give you about 90 seconds back on the other side to tell you our thoughts and to talk a little bit more about Summit and um, our takeaways and, and where we hope to go from there so here's Dante Bow with Voice of God and I can hear it in the busy New York City streets And I can hear it in the country Georgia fields of green Oh, I can't explain, no But it makes me want to cry Sounds like grandmama Telling you where you come from Said it's kind of like laughter Out of the mouths of your loved ones I catch a novel with an old friend Reminiscing on back when It's like a summertime sprinkler Street side with my ice cream cone Said it sounds like a choir Singing hymns, hallelujah It's the voice of God Hell, it can make a grown man cry And I can hear it on the wind of an earth of a midnight hour When I'm alone in my room if I'm going under Oh, I just can't explain There you go, Dante Bow, Voice of God. We listened to Dante Bow. We saw him uh, open for for King & Country uh, earlier this summer, uh, Mm -hmm. late spring, and just fantastic. He did this song, and while he was doing it, I'm like, okay, I'm looking on my phone trying to find out what it is because, like, ah, this song just moved me so much. And um, also what's moving is air is moving. I went and got a fan, and it's blowing uh, over on Bev there. So if you hear a little bit extra noise, I apologize for that. But, Bev, what uh, what stood out on this song to you? What what did you get from this? This song is remarkable. Um, I think if you had the lyrics sitting in front of you like I do, I bet there's 40 different things, at least, that describe um, where 
you could be or what could be happening or how you could hear God's voice. I mean, for an example, he says you can hear it in the middle of the ocean water. You can hear it when rain falls on the windowsill or in a child's laughter and just goes on and on and on and on and on. And by the time the, story, the song was at the end, I was thinking to myself, you know what? The voice of God is for everyone, everywhere, any time and in any circumstance because God's voice is always there. The mm -hmm. difference is that we need to, um, later on it says, if you listen, you will hear him. Yeah. And um, that really just jumped out at me because I can get deaf to God's ear, I mean, to God's voice. I already have an issue with hearing anyway, but I know spiritually when I feel thirsty and dry, um, it's usually because I'm either not talking to God enough or not waiting to listen to his voice. And this song just says it beautifully, just beautifully. I really love it. Yeah, and I was looking at the, the lyrics, and there's a lot of lyrics. It's a, a long song. Uh, I love that it just is, you know, it starts off with him and piano and just such powerful, emotional uh, performance on the song. But the thing that kept on standing out, what stood out to me when he did it live the first time I heard it was, it's something I can't explain, but it makes me want to cry. Mm. And mm. I have been awestruck, gobsmacked with the voice of God so many times in my life. And it's, it's difficult for me as a, uh, a pastor, a missionary, a leader, a minister, a writer, a speaker... It's difficult for me when people ask me, you know, why do you believe in God to have such a lame answer as because I do, because I have felt that and I can't mm -hmm. explain that. And the verse, the peace that passes understanding, God is not explainable. You know, uh, calculus is difficult, but it's explainable. God is unexplainable, undefinable, uncontainable, un whateverable. God is that, and He's just so so powerful. And 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 sometimes it's you know we when we talk about oh I'm going to cry, it I think the immediate connotation of crying is sadness mm -hmm. for people. But sometimes it's just so beautiful. And and I'm I'm like Gus on Psych. I'm mm -hmm. a sympathetic crier. We went to a play last night or yesterday yeah. and one of the characters started crying and I didn't know this guy from Adam. And as soon as this guy broke down and started crying, I could feel myself welling up like Me too. I want to cry. Um, Me too. Because I could feel that emotion. And and God just fills me with so much emotion that sometimes I don't have words. The only words are the tears on my face. And and they're tears of joy. They're tears of of relief. They're tears of thankfulness. They're tears of recognizing that he loves me and trying to come to grips with that. It's it's just beautiful. So, uh, you know, 
Thank you, Dante, for, uh, for doing this. Yeah, I wanted to say one more thing. I love toward the end, um, two thoughts here. One of them, uh, Dante Bowes says, everything responds when he calls. And then he says, I come alive when he speaks. And I'm mm. thinking of the scripture that says, "All every knee will bow and confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Yes. Every knee, every single knee. And then the other thought that um, I ran across that was just really personal is that Dante Bo describes God's voice as the voice of his daddy, mm-hmm. the voice of his father, the voice of his healer, and the voice of his savior. Mm. I thought, who cannot want that? Amen. Who cannot want that assurance that the one that's speaking to you cares enough about you to love on you with words. Yeah. And those words might be words of correction or it might be an attaboy or an girl, or, you know, warning. But whatever they are, there's still proof that God loves you for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And uh, amen to that. Sign me up. I'll have some, yes, please. Sir. And um, are there seconds? Yes. <laughs> Can I go? Yes. Let's have a buffet. Um so anyhow, uh, great, great song. Check out Dante uh, Bo on your uh, listening stuff, and uh, I think you'll be blessed. I think you'll, you'll definitely be blessed. So, Bev, getting back to Summit, did you have any takeaways, any aha moments, anything that you want to be like, okay, I'm going to put this into practice in my life? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure if I can weave this into a intelligent, sentence, but I'll try. Um, In Celebrate Recovery, mental health was always, or has been for the last few years, one of the top initiatives. And this year they announced that it was no longer an initiative, but a full-blown ministry of Celebrate Recovery, right, like an arm or a leg of that. And um, so then I dovetailed that with information that I got from your guest two weeks ago when uh, you have to help me, Dave's cousin. Nicole. Nicole, yes. Uh, when she was on the podcast and toward the end, um, if you have not listened to that, please do and stick with it all the way to the very end because there's some technical issues in the middle, but just write it on out. and There's a mess the in the message. Yes, sir. And um, But she was talking about those people that are unfortunate to that I'm try- I can't think of her words, but it was so beautifully put, that cannot really speak for themselves, um, who the world often looks at as less than um, because of um, some kind of disability or something that just makes people feel like they have no rights. I don't. You may have mm-hmm. to help me out with yeah. that. But as I was listening to that, she said the simple thought, and that is that, they're still people. Right. They just can't stand up for themselves. And and I'm going to be really honest with you folks. You know, mental health issues um, trip me up, especially in family members. When I think about it, it has often seemed like the one area of life. And this is my fault. I'm totally taking the blame for this. And and um, I know it's not God's way, but it has been my way many times. I've totally held on to the thought that mental health issues in some people 
are beyond God's grasp, mm. that they're so far gone mm-hmm. and that their brain is so messed up or, you know, so deeply in trauma or illness that, um, that God can't get through to them. And when I think about that, I realize how idiotic that thought is because I know, I mean, I know that God can do anything. And, I, and I've heard firsthand accounts of that, of people being healed and, and if not being healed, at least God adapting their life to the point where um, they can see him and begin to follow him no matter what their disability is. And so I'm really super proud and um, excited that that's one of the new, um, the new things to look forward to is this thrust in mental health um, with separate recovery because I think it's a much needed um, area to look at. Right. An area that I think I'm weak in that I need to grow in. Sure. Yeah. And it's, it's, it has been overlooked and shamed and um, we're going to have someone uh, on in a show uh, in the hopefully not too distant future to talk about the, uh, the new mental health uh, three digit number. Um, So we'll save that for another show, but yeah, that's, that's an important, important thing for us to be acknowledging and, and, and recognizing. Uh, I think my, my standout memory from summit this year was again, um, the, uh, um, the name just escaped me. I, I want to say Rollins. Irene, Irene Rollins. I, yeah. Irene and her husband's name. Um, t- um, just an old thing, Jimmy. Jimmy. I want to call him Henry Rollins. Different guy. Uh, Irene and Jimmy Rollins. Irene was talking about shame and, um, you know, getting past that and the things that make us work and, and just talking about team. And I am so much about team. I love teams. I love working together with people and pulling for people and, and, and bringing everyone along uh, on a uh, a journey rather than just going out and being a solo. And then she brought up her husband at the end to just pray. And he changed her mind and he just started preaching. And he is, um, you know, he said, welcome to black church, folks. And he <laughs> went black church on us. And it was amazing, yes. just the stuff that he said. And it was more than just emotion. Yes. It was more than just adrenaline and hype. It was, um, you know, him using his gift and, and just preaching. But at one point, they were kind of closing, and they just embraced and then walked off together while the worship team played a song. And the love that they had, and, and, and they were on the brink of divorce, you know, several years ago um, because of issues with, addiction and pride and whatnot. And uh, it just made me think of how happy I am to be doing ministry with my wife and that I have that extreme honor and pleasure to be able to walk through everything with a person who cares about me so deeply that they would give up anything for me. And, um, and watching them do that, I just thought it was a great encouragement for me that when I can't, you help me to be able, and we pick up each other's slack. And, um, and that's just, that was my, my big takeaway from summit was just 
I don't have to do this all by myself because I've got helpers and friends and accountability partners and people who love me enough to pick me up when I'm down. Yeah, thank you for that, Paul. Um, I, too, was blown away by them. And, folks, if you have never heard of them, um, look them up, check them out. Dr. Irene Rollins and her husband, I suppose he's Reverend, I don't know, uh, Jimmy Rollins. I think it's R-O-L-L-I-N-S. Uh-huh. Um, the other thing that I loved about them, and I've seen this illustration before, but it really hit home with me this time. She dragged a backpack from the floor up to a small table and just about broke her arms getting it up there. And then she began to lay out these bricks uh, with, na- with titles on them having to do with shame. And... Um, uh, she was talking about how they weigh us down and um, how we can't break free of that. But then she became really personal in sharing a story of overcoming addiction. Um, and it just, I appreciated so much that somebody with that much um, education, um, that much title, uh, would would come out in front of all these people and say, this is something that I struggle with, and this is how I use the tools that God had given me to get to a better place. Um, and when they were all done, she and her husband both picked up that backpack, and he started preaching, and her arms were breaking, you could tell. Uh, and then they took it, and they swung it, and they threw it out in the middle of the room. You could hear it go clunk mm-hmm. when it hit the ground. And um, so that was just a really cool picture of... Um, how we don't need to be carrying shame around. Yeah, so. yeah. So uh, anyhow, uh, CR Summit, is, it's a great event for us uh, in, in recovery each year. Um, if you are in Southern California next year in uh, mid to late July, uh, it will be going on at Saddleback uh, Church, the 19th, 20th, and 21st, I believe, are the dates that they've set. So back in person in... Um, Orange County, uh, the starting place. And so it'll be exciting for us to go back and, and see our forever family and, and connect with old friends. Um, so uh, it was great time. Uh, thank you for sharing your thoughts. Any closing thoughts before we... Yeah, I just wanted to say, if you're curious about Celebrate Recover, or even if you're not, um, and especially tied to Summit, let me just say this to you. You don't have to be a special or a specific person to enjoy CR Summit. Um, To me, it's like a revival. It really is. It will revive and refresh your soul. You will learn. um, You will experience faith, hope, and um, joy. Um, You will hear testimonies. You will just dive into worship that is incredible. Uh, Hear uh, speakers that will talk about everyday things and the struggles of every life. So anyway, check it out. I think you would not be disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, whatever it is that you're struggling with, doesn't have to be a chemical issue. You know, it can be whatever. Um, Maybe it's a mental health issue, a mental wellness issue. Reach out to somebody, Uh, find a local church, find a local meeting, find a local celebrate recovery or, or, or something. And uh, don't be, don't let your shame keep you silent. Sure. Um, speak um, out of your need to someone who can uh, can can lend a hand, or at least who can listen, because there's power in in speaking. 
There's power in saying it. Um, and it, it gives you power and it takes power away from those who want to hold that stuff over yes. your head. So uh, don't stay silent. Um, I want to remind you again about our social media. Go out and join us on that. Uh, share some things and, and uh, let people know what's going on in your life. My phone number, if you need to talk or text, is 760-608-1942. Don't forget that we are 100% financially supported by our listeners. So uh, you can uh, join any of the, the giving platforms that we have. And we thank you for that in advance. And we'll see you next time we mess it up. Bye-bye. Thanks for checking out the Mess It Up podcast. If you've got any questions or feedback, please email info at messituppodcast.com. Don't forget to share with your friends, and we'll see you next time we mess it up. Mess it up.